Welcome to Chapel Grove Church Podcast, the Bible-centered show that focuses on searching the scriptures to find answers to common spiritual questions. To learn more, go to chapelgrovechurch.com. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. We're glad that you joined us again today. Today, we're going to have another question from a listener. How do you focus more on spiritual wealth than physical wealth? Our guest today is Nathan Davis. He's a congregational teacher at Chapel Grove. And Nathan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, guys. My name is Nathan Davis. I'm 31 years old. I've attended the Chapel Grove Church of Christ since I was a child growing up there. I've been a member there for quite a few years now. Um, I'm married. I've been married for 11 years, I believe. And we have uh, three boys from ages two to age six. Well, that's awesome, Nathan. I really appreciate you coming on today and agreeing to tackle this question. So I see that you have four different categories on your notes here. Where do you want to start at? Four things came to my mind, which I want to clarify that I'm not an expert in any of this, and I have just as much room to grow in these categories and improve myself as, as anyone else probably would. But definitely what came to mind was first and foremost priorities. How are we prioritizing our, our spiritual growth? How, how are we prioritizing our our financial growth? Then contentment. Um, we live in a world that's, you know, very discontent. We live in a world where we have a ton of material blessings and, and things that really aren't blessings that, that occupy our time and our and our money. And it causes us a lot of discontentment. Um, so we're going to talk about contentment a bit. And then thirdly, we're going to talk about how do we feed the spirit? How do we invest financially? into our uh, spiritual life rather than our physical and then also fourthly we got to learn to when when uh, posed with this question how do we improve our spiritual wealth and not focus so much on uh spiritual uh, physical riches we've got to learn to to control our finances so that's the four points that i've thought of and we're going to try to go through this during this episode yeah i think it would be good to go through and break down each one of those and so first you have priorities and it looks like you're going to start you're reading in Matthew chapter 6, and we're going through verses 19 through 21. Yeah, so this is the uh, one of Jesus' first public teachings in his ministry. So this was one of the points that he made very early on, and we'll look at it here. Matthew 6, starting in verse 19, says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth for neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So I think that's pretty clear here that um, Jesus made it a point to not face uh, building up treasures for ourselves here on this earth. We see the outcome of it here. What we have is going to dilapidate. It's going to fall apart. Maybe it'll last one generation. Maybe it won't. It may last a few generations through your family. Physical wealth, though, is just fleeting, and that's it. When we die, we can't take it with us. And what we need to be focusing on here is what it says, laying up treasures in heaven. You know, that's in gold. That's where we're going. That's where we want to be, and that's where we want to uh, stockpiling anything if we can. So that's definitely needs to be the focus of, of what we're doing. And that really comes back to what are our priorities, where is our heart? Verse 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also so wherever we're, we're piling up our treasures that's what that's what we focus on and that's what we feed our minds with and that's what drives our priorities so 
if our priorities are not right, we're never going to to get that end goal that we want to have. Comes down to putting stock in perishable goods or imperishable goods. And at the end of the day, I'd like to put my stock in imperishable goods. Right. Yeah. So your second point here is on contentment. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I think a lot of a lot of the issues in our society, especially with with uh, financial with financial issues, uh, chasing money, just seeking seeking more, seeking more, and uh, never really getting to a level where you're pleased with your with your financial stability or with your financial status. You know, we live in a world in a in a country where we have so much more than what we actually need, and uh, because of that, we're not generally focused on the uh, basic necessities in our lives of met without us really giving any focus to that. And where our focus goes is to pleasure, you know, typically beyond. Once you get those basic needs met, you, you start looking at, at other things. And too many times, it, you know, it goes to pleasure. It goes to uh, just our hobbies and other things. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But when it consumes our lives and we can't get enough and we have to we have to pursue riches to pursue to pursue to pursue those pleasures, um, then it definitely can become a sin and a hindrance in our lives. And we, we definitely are not content with what we have and we've got to have more. And it's just a, it's a never ending cycle that we'll never be happy and we'll never be pleased. You know, no, no matter how much money you have. You, you really can't buy that happiness. You can't buy contentment with money. I think that's a good point because we do have so much more than a lot of people out there in the world. And it seems like those people, if they have food, water, and shelter, they're the happiest people on the world. They don't, they don't even know that they're missing out on anything. Whereas we, you know, if we don't have the newest of everything, we feel like automatically we're missing out on all these things in life. So that's a good point. Thirdly, it looks like you have feeding the spirit. Yeah, so I think just getting those two priorities, that's definitely the start. But then the focus has got to shift from that pursuing riches to, you know, building spiritual riches. And how we do that is is exactly by feeding the spirit, by uh, putting our minds on spiritual things, by focusing on uh, focusing on spiritual things. Uh, I'd like to read a verse drive this point home and just to give us a an idea of what, how, how do we do that how do we feed the spirit how do we focus on uh spiritual things well there's a list here that'll tell you exactly what to to look at and what to think about to do just that philippians chapter 4 verses 8 and 9 there it says finally brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good re- good report if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So to feed your spirit, that's a starting point. What we want to meditate on all of those good characteristics. Too often we we feed our we feed our mind, we feed our spirit with with garbage. We we focus on things that are not important. We focus on things that are just that that are not beneficial to our health, that are not beneficial to anything. That are really just uh temptations and, and things like that that typically drag us down but instead of focusing on those things that are that are generally so often evil we need to focus on things that are that are pure that are good and that are noble and it'll it'll eventually come out in our lives 
This makes me think of the situation where the devil came to Jesus and he was tempting him with bread. The the bread here is the physical, and Jesus had been fasting for what, 40 days and 40 nights. And so Jesus' response to him was, It is written, man must not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's what Jesus did. And so as our greatest example, that's what we should do. Put our put our stock in in the spiritual side, because that's where we're going to get our greatest return on investment. So lastly, I see your fourth point is controlling your finances. So I imagine that's you're going to talk a little bit about making a budget. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that, that goes into our priorities, our contentment, and other things that really just boil down to to what we have and what are we working with financially. Um, are we getting by? Are we trying to live outside of our means? Are we up to our eyeballs in debt? There's a lot of problems that that money can can produce, and the biggest th- the biggest way to eliminate those problems or to steer clear of those problems is to manage your money, not let your money manage you. And that really just boils down to living within your means, as you said, developing a good budget and sticking to it. It's not fun when you write out a budget. Most of us are going to be depressed when we write out a budget for the first time. You look at what you what you make, what you've got to spend spend it on, and then what you have left to maybe do what you you want to do, or your aspirations, your dreams, or your you know your your hobbies. What you have left to kind of have fun with, and sometimes it's not what you want that to be. But uh, we've got to be we've got to be real with ourselves and uh, acknowledge that, you know, that is not priority in our lives. Uh, priority in our lives is to is to feed the spirit, um, is to uh, develop, develop spiritual wealth. And as far as our, our physical wealth, we've just got to learn to, to to be content with what we have and to use it wisely. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when you do just go and list everything out that you're spending your money on a lot of times you'll be surprised at just like the little bitty costs that add up like if you're going out for coffee every single day rather than just making coffee at home that's what six bucks for a coffee every time you're going out that adds up really quick if you're doing something like that every day and that's money that you could be saving to pay your bills and and stuff like that it's it's the little things that really add up but the same way with your spiritual investments, the little things being consistent over time is really what add up. Getting in your word, praying, um, just spending time on meditating on God's word. Those those little things that you continuously do over and over add up and ultimately build you up into a big, big, strong spiritual individual. You know, just like any kind of investing, it doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to spend just a little bit of time in the in the word and just a little bit of effort to uh be a better christian and get you know extraordinary results it takes uh that one percent better every day that little that little shift that little marginal improvement over time compounds to something that's very big in the long run and that's what that's what we've got to be focused on is improving ourselves little by little you're not going to make leaps and bounds through your whole life. But over time, when you look at it, if you're feeding the spirit, if you're uh, doing all these things, living contently and prioritizing your life to to spiritual, to spiritual focus, you're going to see the rewards over time. 
I think that's a good note to end on, Nathan. We really appreciate you coming out today, and we really appreciate all you out there who are listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a positive review. Remember, you can reach out to us on our Chapel Grove Church Instagram page or our Facebook page. Also, if you'd like to reach out to me personally, you can reach out to me at justchancedire at gmail.com. I'd love to answer your questions, and I hope that y'all have a great week. Thank you.